Welcome to The Big Bang Theory with Steve Waite and Brooke Phillips. My name is Steve Waite, the CEO of The Business Centre, and I'll be your host today. For those of you who don't know The Business Centre, we are a not-for-profit organisation. We're based in Newcastle for 35 years, and what we do is help small businesses across New South Wales. Uh, this episode is on market risk. Mitch is with us today to provide you with simple advice to help you navigate through a period of profound business disruption. Our five episodes in the first series are attuned to the small business experience of this situation and we want to ensure that the information is deliberately practical and that it offers helpful insights for you right now. Our previous episodes in the disruption series have been on people risk, financial risk, operational risk, but today we're looking through market uh, risk, collapse of market or a market under severe disruption. And we'll focus with our guest, Mitch Griffiths, co-founder and director of business turnaround insolvency firm, Rapsy and Griffith. Prior to working with Rapsy and Griffiths, uh, Mitch worked with national insolvency firms in both Newcastle and Sydney, and he gained valuable industry experience uh, working across a large range of industries, including building and construction, manufacturing, mining, hospitality, tourism, and retail, but also with individuals who are under financial distress. His focus is to provide clear and concise commercial advice to solve difficult situations. Although we acknowledge here at the Business Centre uncertainty is a constant and has been with bushfires, with drought, for example, uh, it's quite pronounced at the moment. So right now in today's episode on market risk, we're going to try and address with Mitch the following few uh, aspects. So we're, we're, it's, it's a, a gallant uh, attempt that we're going to make to, to work through a whole range of things, but these are the things we'd like to talk to. Crisis management, turnaround strategies, insolvency, and what are the insolvency options for companies, but also for individuals. We're going to do that in the context of unpacking the recently announced government assistance, uh, look at some of the changes and, and I guess some of the safe harbour provisions that have been made in insolvency laws and strategies for what we can use when the crisis is over. Important, yeah. we've got to trade through this and see what the options are later. So, Mitch, over to you. Um, thanks again so much. You're one of the very kind people amongst others that have come to us and said that you're willing to just provide some insights, provide the benefit of your experience. So we really appreciate you being here and I want to thank you on behalf yes, of Business Yes, thanks for having me, Steve. No, you're absolutely welcome, thank you. <laughs> but first of all, like us, uh, only a matter of weeks ago, this wasn't what it is now, and we had to make a lot of rapid changes in our business. What have you guys done? What have you done in your own business? How's it yeah, affected look, you guys? We're um, we're probably the same as all professional services firms. The big thing was to get everyone working from home, yeah, and then manage staff expectations. A lot of businesses, their staff, we saying, "What's happening? Is my job secure? Yeah. You know, is the business secure? Yeah. What are we doing? Um, where to from here?" And it's a difficult environment because it's moving so quickly. Mm. Steve and I had a conversation this morning about yep. the new job keeper payments, and yes. it was only released yesterday. So we've been bouncing ideas off each other, and yeah. So like any other business, we're trying to adapt. It, we, that's what we're talking about over the weekend and and yesterday and today just the flurry of announcements and policies and new measures and funding and job seeker, job keeper, taxation offsets, etc. It's just a constant moving feast. I guess one of the things we thought we'd be really clear about today is that fundamentals are fundamentals. Uh, debt is debt. You yeah. know, having a credit uh, you know, to, to get your business 
keep moving doesn't move you any further away from the reality of what your business is now, does it? Yeah, correct. I think there's a lot of noise out there. Mm. And in times of crisis, it's really, really important to try to clear up that noise and go back to the business and say, yeah. okay, what do we do yeah. and what do we need to do? Yeah. And act and act quickly. Yeah. So that's what you do. Yeah. Uh, you and your, your business and, and your associates day in, day out, week in, week out, month after month, year after year, you just work with businesses at typically these types of situations where they're facing some challenges, they could be facing some severe disruption or loss of market yep. or a, a loss of, of, of fluidity. Yep. And it's, it's where you come in and then help them with strategies around managing a crisis, but also getting an exit of some type and, and, and turning things around. So what, what yeah, types of the, strategies the, do you put in place? The first step in anything that we look at is to attempt to turn around. So what we'll, does that mean? Well, I've got some tips here. Yep. The first one is to acknowledge the problem. Mm. Look, in this, what we're experiencing at the moment, it's not hard to acknowledge there's a real issue. Yep. But really diving deep down and saying, okay, what is our problem? Is it like a lot of businesses that the revenue's just fallen off a cliff? Yep. Or alternatively, is it that, hey, we've got a market there, yep. but we can't get supply? Yep. There's a number of things. So first thing is pinpoint what your issue is. Yep and take action. Yep. Go and seek advice from places like the business center, your accountant, your lawyers, yep. and work out what your options are. It's really important to have a team around you in this situation. Yeah. Everything seems to be on pause. Yeah. But at some <laughs> stage, yeah. we need to get moving in and yeah. put something together to work out where we're going. Yeah, yeah. like we were saying, this, this raft of government support and government response, which is welcome, very yeah. welcome, yep. however, is, is going to be short-lived and it won't solve the fundamentals, the core principles of what you're trying to achieve, isn't it? So, mm. so when you've worked with businesses in the past, when they're in a crisis point like this, when you talk about pinpointing, when you're talking about finding the analysis on the numbers, communicating with stakeholders, reassessing their business plan and looking at viability, what, what type of things have you done in the past? If you can give us a well, sense of that. One of the major things people need to focus on in a situation like this is cash. Yep. So we can run all sorts of fancy forecasts with assumptions and the like, but for small to medium business, cash is king. And I know that's a bit of a cliche and yep. that's thrown around all the time, but it really, really is. Yeah. So have a look at your debtors. When are they coming in? Are they coming in? Yeah. What cash do you have in the bank? Yeah. It's really, really important to prepare a cash flow yeah. and then run some sensitivities. Yeah. So we thought that 10 grand was coming in on Tuesday. Yeah. What if that 10 grand actually slips till Friday, yep. Tuesday the next week, yep. and what impact does that have? Yep. You know, in these situations, small to medium business need to monitor cash on a daily basis. Yeah. And when you speak about looking at the resources you've got inside the business and outside the business, I guess this got to what we were talking about with regards to the JobKeeper response. Yeah. Key staff, uh, key skills are going to be vital for a business to survive this moving forward, as would be experts that they engage going forward as well. Yeah. But it's very difficult to do that if you don't know, as you say, what pinpointing, what, well, what are we going to do? You know, we yeah. can't do what we kept doing, certainly for the next six months. So what can we do going forward? Yeah, so that's a, another point I've got here, is that we really need to reassess our business plan. Yeah. So what worked pre-coronavirus, mm -hmm. does it work now? Mm -hmm. Or will it work post coronavirus? Yeah. So what are we doing? And, and that was you mentioned before, Steve, is mm. that we need to go back to the core of the business yeah. and work out yeah. 
where is it now and where do we think it's going? And it is a little bit of crystal ball gazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sitting here with my business saying, well, what does it look like in six months? Yeah. Um, and everyone's probably doing it the same, yeah. but it's really, really important to yeah. go through and maybe run a few scenarios. Yeah. You know, scenario yeah. A, yeah. everything goes back to normal. Scenario B, you're looking at a 25% reduction. Okay. Scenario C, it's cut in half. Okay, so this is the type of thing you guys would, yeah. would do with people. Yep. So you're, you're taking calls now, obviously you're not going to speak about specifics, but you know, what are you sensing of people out there? How are they feeling? What, what type of calls are you taking? Um, I, I think at the moment, everyone's actually paralyzed mm. of you know, new announcements every day. Mm. We, we need to be very clear that the government stimulus, although great incentive for those businesses that mm. were profitable, mm-hmm. have staff members they need to keep, yep. Um, have the ability to take on more debt, and we'll touch on that later around yep. the 250 unsecured. unsecured loan. Yeah. But it's really the calls to say, what do I do? Yeah. And that's what we're seeing at the moment. Yeah. Or alternatively, I'm gonna run out of cash. Yeah, which, yeah, and which, that's a real, real issue. Which is, as you said, that, that needs to be determined quite quickly, and that's not a difficult exercise. If people have difficulty with that, then they should be talking with someone inside their business that's got yep. those skills or someone outside the business that's more objective about that, perhaps? Yeah, correct. It's always good to have an advisor to come in. Yep. Sometimes in small business, as business owners would appreciate, you live it day to day. Yeah. Um, like I live my business day to day. We're yep. a small business. Yep. So it's good to be able to go to an advisor and say, what do you think? Yep. You know, th- these are my yeah. forecasts or this yeah. is what I'm thinking we're going to do. Yeah. Does this really stack up? Yeah. And in situations like this, you probably need a bit of tough love. Yes. You know, everyone needs a cuddle, but yeah. Yeah. you know, you need someone to say, hey, yeah. I think these are a bit optimistic. Yeah. If you have a business problem or question, get in touch with us. We can get our team of advisors and experts to help you with your business problems in an upcoming show. How can you focus on cash? What are the the ways in which you do that or you help businesses do that? Yeah, look, just turn your mind to it. So it's more of a, rather than looking at sales and the like down the line, which is really important is, yeah. okay, where do we sit now yep. with cash? Right. So what have we, simple as what have we got in the bank? Yep. What debtors do we have coming in? Yep. And how does that look if, and like I mentioned before, yep. if that debtor doesn't pay in 30 days, what if it's 60 days? Yep. So you'd prepare a, for a small business, a very simple cash flow, yep. cash at bank, yep. what are your outgoings? Yep. What does that leave me with at the end of the week yep. or month, depending on how tight cash is? And it's, I guess it's important that you get a sense of that yourself before you go to the advisors or before they would speak to someone like you yeah. about the insolvency laws, the bankruptcy laws or the credit laws in regards to the timings of how you might be able to treat and deal with those risks. Yeah, correct. And everyone's in the same situation Mm. with cash. So, you know, having the ability to um, communicate with your stakeholders, which is another point in my turnaround or crisis management plan, is get in contact with your banks, get in contact with your suppliers and get help wherever you can. Back to yep. the question on cash, yep. we've also got to look at the quick wins. Mm-hmm. So let's review our cost base. Let's have a review of that discretionary spend. Yep. Non-business critical spending, mm-hmm. it needs to be cut yeah. um, in times of crisis. Yeah. So, you know, oh, we were looking at 
getting a new vehicle, yep. maybe that old vehicle yep. still works. That also does have implications in the, the tax benefits that the government's offering yep. with asset write-offs. So, mm. you know, we were gonna do, a business owner was gonna go on a business retreat yep. to get their mind right and strategy plan. You probably in this situation don't need to spend that money. Yep. Other discretionary spends that if you don't do it, mm. it won't stop your business. Yeah. And that's what you've got to look at. Yep. Got another question coming in here from Cindy. Do you think we should do a strategy based on six months? Is that the timeline we are looking at? I think that's the, the language the government's using at the moment, six months. Mm. It really, really depends as to, you'd probably set it out, whereas during the coronavirus, mm. and I don't like to use the word lockdown, but mm. that's sort of what's happening at the moment. Yep. Forecast out that period. Yep. And then from then you'd add in potentially some sort of uplift in business when mm. everything returns to I guess the got, new normal. I guess because your, your historical trading yeah. and profit and loss, although it's a place to to base some decision making on, we're going to be in a completely different environment. Although yeah. cyclically we, we may well you know, have an opportunity to, to regain ground and some traction, but, but it's going to be a different approach, isn't it? It's going to be a different approach. And, and the question everyone's sort of wondering out there is when does it come back? And yeah. no one knows, no. you know, at the moment they're using a six month, but look, there'd be no harm in forecasting yeah. out for a year. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just look at what it looks like and you can play with the numbers. Yes. Yeah. So increase the sales, decrease the sales, yeah. you know, take out expenses, add in expenses and, that, yeah. and just have a bit of a play with it. Yeah. And it'll give you a feel as to where you're at. Yeah. This is what we often say here at the business center that, you don't need to be a financial expert in your business, but you do need to understand the levers you can pull Correct, inside yeah. your business and get an expert inside your business or, or outside your business to help. We've got another question here before we move on and take a bit of a deeper dive into your understanding and expertise around insolvency. Sarah asks, do you think we will see more businesses stick around after the latest announcement of JobKeeper? What's your feel? It was only announced yesterday, so yeah. um, my knowledge on it is probably the same as everyone else's at the yeah. moment. We've, we've yeah. read the government releases and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it will allow good businesses to keep yep. good people on, yep. but you, you need to determine if the business is viable. Yes. You know, you, you jump into the JobKeeper. I think it will work mm. because a lot of businesses out there, their major cost is staff. Mm. Yeah. All, the, all your service businesses, nearly every business, your major cost is staff. So yep. to answer your question, yes, I think it will yep. help people hang around. Do you have a part-time business that you'd like to take full-time and beyond? Our experienced business advisors can support you in growing your area and making that big bang in business. Contact us at businesscentre.com.au. This is a territory that sometimes is difficult to confront, but you do it day in, day out. Yep. And we'd like you to help us understand and, and take us a bit further along the pathway of, of defining what insolvency is. Now we know there's insolvency as far as a company is concerned, but then yep. there's individual impacts as well as yep. a director and so on. So can you just take us through what does, what does insolvency mean for a company? Yeah, How does so, it, what happens? Look, in general, insolvency, you can't pay your debts as and when they fall due. Right. So you don't have enough cash in the bank to pay yep. the debt that's sitting there when it's due. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty simple. There's different regimes for corporates. Mm -hmm. So, in this situation, in a situation of insolvency, you're looking at a voluntary administration mm -hmm. or a liquidation. Mm -hmm. Firstly, voluntary administration is a tool to allow businesses a breather. You go into voluntary administration for a period of 20 days. Yes. You appoint an administrator, someone licensed mm -hmm. to do that, mm -hmm. um, like myself. Yeah. 
administrator will go through and work out what the best option is for the business. You work with the with the owner? In yeah, yeah, we, we, we work with the owner. We take control of the business. Yep. So ultimately it's our decision as to what yep. happens, but we continue to trade that business through the 20 business days yep. and determine the best, best outcome. So yep. three outcomes. Yep. The business, we get in there and we look at it and say, it's yep. no longer insolvent. Yep. Director, you can have your business back, mm -hmm. go on your merry way. Yep. Two, you can do what's called a deed of company arrangement. Yep. And this is an interesting one yeah. in times such as we're in now, is that yep. a deed of company arrangement is technically a deal to your creditors. Right. So you might say, look, we can't pay your debts back now. However, we'd like to keep trading. We can pay you 50 cents in the dollar over a year. Yep in instalments. Yep. And so what happens there is that all your creditors go into a pool, mm -hmm. you pay into a deed administrator's account, mm -hmm. and then the deed administrator will then pay out your creditors yeah. along the way. So it becomes part of your strategy. Yeah, yeah. and it'll, it's flexible. So your deed of company arrangement can be anything you want. Right. It could be, we'll pay you back through trading profits, mm -hmm. or alternatively, I have an asset that I'm going to sell outside of the company yep. and I'm going to kick in $100,000 to give everyone, you know, 30 cents in the dollar. Okay. It just allows a good business yeah. that's run into some strife. Yeah. It gives you another chance. It's, it's got a plan to rise and that can get yeah. an exit. Do you think the unsecured loan could go into that? Um, or do we not know yet in regards we, to that? We don't know yet. However, what I do understand from this unsecured loan is that standard lending practices will apply. Okay. So standard credit practices yep. after your six month holiday or yep. repayment holiday, yep. after that, if you default, yep. the bank will take its standard course of action. Typical due um, diligence from the bank. Yeah, yep. and typical processes. And, yep. th and that's understandable. Yeah, of course. So that's a deed of company arrangement, yep. good strategy, and it's flexible. And what's the third one? If you get into the administration, you realise that, look, we thought this had legs, we thought we could trade profitably outside of it, mm. but no, mm -hmm. we go into a liquidation scenario. Okay. So you've looked at it, you've done your analysis, yep. there's no way of trading out, yep. um, you just need to wind things up, yep. um, and that's a liquidation. Okay. Did you want me to just go back and touch on the insolvencies for individuals and sole traders? Well, or? that's what I was going to get at. It's okay. Many of our of our, our clients and yep. people that we work with in our community are sole traders yep. and, and very small businesses, uh, very good businesses and very um, viable at, at this point until this time. What's the impact for a, a, an individual? People will be a sole trader out there. Mm -hmm. You're struggling. You've got large debts. Yep. You can't pay them. Yep. What we'd look to there is um, the option of going bankrupt. Yep. First things first, you try to work out a deal with your creditors yes. informally. Yes. Um, communication's a key in any situation where you're in financial strife. Yep. If you put your head in the sand, mm -hmm. your creditors get annoyed. Yeah. And yeah. therefore, annoyed creditors are going to put further pressure. Yeah. If you get on the front foot and say, look, this is where I am, mm -hmm. I can get into a payment arrangement, mm -hmm. or alternatively, I can share... 50 grand or 20 grand in between all my creditors, this is all I've got, mm -hmm. does everyone agree? Yeah. So there's some informal strategies you can look at. Yeah. Bankruptcy is your last option. The bankruptcy word, a lot of people are intimidated by that, mm. but it really is a tool for you to say, throw your hands up and say, mm. I'm done. Mm. You can battle and battle and battle, but there needs to be a time where you draw the line in the sand. Yeah. So what a bankruptcy does is, as with the corporate liquidations, it'll wipe your debts. Yeah. Um, the majority of them, there is, are some 
exclusions, but that's a chat for another day. So you, you can start again after your bankruptcy, and there's different limitations on what you can and can't do in bankruptcy, yeah. but really it's designed to give you a fresh start. Okay. You go bankrupt, you shelve your debts, yeah. and you start again. Yeah. Innovation is more than a buzzword. Innovation is not just for startups. If you are looking for ways at adding value to your customer, introducing new products and services, or want to explore ways of working smarter, check out the Start House programs at businesscentre.com.au. We spoke about earlier with regards to many businesses such as it is are very committed to their staff and, and very committed to their employees and they and they want to retain them. But I'd like you to talk to us a little bit about what happens if I go into liquidation? What happens to my employees? Thankfully, there's a government scheme ran by the Department of Employment called the Fair Entitlements Guarantee Scheme or the FEG scheme mm-hmm. um, in short. What the FEG scheme allows um, businesses to do is if a company goes into liquidation or any sorts of administration yeah. and has employees, the government will step in and pay their employee entitlements. Because okay. a lot of the time we get in there and there's not enough money to pay yeah. our employees. So things so such as? Annual leave, right. payment in lieu of notice, redundancy okay. if you're eligible. Yes. Um, under the laws. Under work, the yeah. only thing it doesn't pay is superannuation. Right. So it's, it really is for a, a director, and I know and even in my business, mm-hmm. I care for my staff. Yeah. Hey, we've got to do a liquidation, but at least you can do a liquidation, wrap things up, mm-hmm. and know your staff are going to be taken care of. Yep. Um, yep. So it's a great scheme by the government. Well, that's great. So th- there's also some issues or some strategies that you've spoken with me about in regards to short-term debts and obligations. And we mentioned about going back into business. So it's just a matter of it's the, the exit strategy is, is really a business strategy as well, isn't it? Yeah. Subject to a, a few caveats, the law says, and everyone's worried about this, that mm-hmm. if I do a liquidation, I'll never, ever be in business again. Mm. So if your business fails, yep. you deserve a second chance. Yep. You know, and that's what the corporate structure is there for, yep. to separate your personal from your business running activities and mm-hmm. protect the director. Yep. So if due to this crisis, mm-hmm. you work out that, hey, we can't come out of this. We've yep. got too much debt. Yep. We need to pull the pin. We'll yep. do a liquidation. And then in three or four months time, when all this passes mm-hmm. and you decide that you want to start up another business, yep. it's legal to do that. Yep. The big caveat on that is that it is illegal to take assets from one business and transfer them to another business without value. That's called Phoenix activity. So that's a Uh no-no. But if you're thinking out there that, look, I really need to do a liquidation, it's the end of the road from me, you do have the ability down the track to be a director again and start another company. Okay, that's good to know. So I'd like to unpack a little bit. We spoke about some of the changes that the government's made during this period. I guess they've they've created a uh, an extension, I guess, on the concept of a safe harbour or or reasonable grounds or provisions, uh, you know, or debt being incurred in, in, in the ordinary course of business. Yeah. All of those things from the Corporation Act, and and they built in some some softening, haven't they, and some ex- and some some adjustments during this period. So, what what are they? What does that mean? Yeah, one of the major ones was they're bringing a temporary l- relief for insolvent trading. So I'll wind back. In insolvent trading, is that trading whilst you're insolvent. So you're insolvent, you can't pay your debts Mm -hmm. as and when they fall due. And you should know, if you're in business, you should know the point that, hey, I can't pay that debt, but you go on and keep incurring debt. That's insolvent trading. And a director can be personally liable for that 
yep. under the Corporations Act. Yep. So what the government have done with as part of their stimulus package is said, for this period, in this six months or yep. more, which yep. they've said, yep. you probably will be trading whilst insolvent because mm -hmm. everything's yeah. just taking a big hit. Mm. We'll give you a relief mm -hmm. for six months or mm -hmm. until otherwise we tell you mm. to not worry about that, yeah. just get into survival mode. Yeah. So I think that's a really, really good initiative for, for business, probably larger business yeah. um, when you've got boards and that sort of stuff. But yeah. even the small guy, everyone needs to be aware that you can't trade whilst insolvent, yeah. but the government's come to the party and relax so just, those laws. Can I just ask a question just to clarify this? So prior to this, period of, of, yep. of adjustment or temporary relief it was it was was it somewhere along the lines of you incurred a debt uh, that you couldn't pay of, of 2000 then a creditor could could move upon you and you had about 21 days to, yeah to respond but so, now they've they've built that out a little yeah so what what's happened there is that separate from the insolvent trading provision mm -hmm. the new one they've gone to and said you used to have 21 days to respond, mm -hmm. um, statutory demand, bankruptcy notice. Yeah. They've now increased that up to six months, um, which gives businesses a little bit of a breather if someone's chasing them for a debt. Mm -hmm. And it's increased for, from 2,000 for the statutory demand and 50,000 for the bankruptcy notice. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it helps people out there. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, mm -hmm. it doesn't help people that are trying to collect debts too because no. we can't we can't forget about yeah. those businesses and people will be in the same boat they don't yeah. want to pay their creditors because they can't yeah but they've also got people that aren't yeah. paying them so there's a real balancing act to yeah. work out yeah what to do so your interpretation of it and it's just you and I talking about it it's not yeah. it's not an exact you know definition but so we get to one month hour away from the the closure of this six month period where you incur on, under reasonable grounds uh, in the course of business a debt and a creditor pursues you, if you as long as it's within... If it's, it's within with, that period. Right. So, so you could be right up to the end and you just get smacked right at the end and there's just something you can't meet and you've planned really well, but you get a surprise or, you know, something breaks. Yeah, so my understanding is that once the period, OK, this is over now, which yeah. will come, this can't go on forever, Yeah. it'll go back to normal. Yeah. Okay. Create your own big bang and see your business idea come to life. Our online course, Start Your Own Business, helps you learn the basics in marketing, compliance, modelling and small business finances. As a bonus for our podcast listeners, you can use the code BIGBANG to access the Start Your Own Business course online for free at businesscentre.com.au. You and I were talking about just the, the, this, the central theme of I have staff, uh, I've let them go, or I've stood them down. They're now on Job Seeker uh, as an option. We now got, you know, after a period of it was last Sunday yeah. that, that was announced, and then yesterday we had another announcement about uh, a Job Keeper. What's your advice? You know, we, as I said, we don't know exactly what, how this yeah. rolls, but what what would your advice be to a business? Do I bring them back the staff that I've let go as as job keepers or do I let them stay on job seeker what what would you do what how does it work it's a real balancing act and mm. I think the way I look at it is that if they're staff that you want to keep employed and you mm. think that you're going to need them after the case yeah go for it yeah the the difficulty is here is that mm. you apply through the ATA you've got to demonstrate a 30% reduction and I don't think a lot of businesses or the majority of businesses have been impacted by this will have an issue in doing that. Mm. But it'll be interesting to see when the detail comes out as to mm. how hard and fast mm. this rule is. Yeah. Because you bring people back yeah. 
and then you lodge yeah. and or you notify the ATO yeah. and they say oh, actually you don't pass but yeah. my view is that the ATO and the government will be doing everything they can yeah. to allow businesses to access this. Because you and I were just talking, we're just again just talking about it as, as, a, as a discussion that what if a business pushed its efficiencies very hard, had to reduce some of its costs, let staff go, invested in some new technology and as a result of that they can't demonstrate the loss, they've actually practiced uh, you know, good recovery yeah. during this period and made the adjustments, yeah. they could be locked out of this because they don't meet that benchmark. So these are the nuances, aren't they? Yeah, and I think that's difficult for, for those businesses that had the ability to adapt yeah. really, really quickly, yeah. had capital they could um, inject to yeah. put, get in technology, yeah. streamline things, they probably will be penalised. Yeah. And, you know, on, on one half, you'd be preferring to have a strong business mm. and had made them changes so you can sail on into the future. Yeah. Because um, the difficulty is that yep. what, what does it look like? And I know I keep going back, but what does it look like post yeah. coronavirus? Yeah, exactly. We're getting towards the end of our time. And I, I want to I've got a question here that we'll get in first. Insolvency is part of market risk. What are the other aspects of market risk that you would see? For people at this time well i think i think this discussion's around the collapse of the market everything a lot of businesses have just mm. turned off yeah um and i i assume that's what the the people out there viewing at the moment are looking at it they, they had a strong of, they had a strong business yeah and it just went down bang so, yeah so this whole concept of hibernation we we were talking earlier about uh we, we put out some business disruption tools and updates and i guess if anything and, and you and i just talking about the the concept of pausing people have yeah. paused or got stuck and we've we've looked at you know business model canvassing and just going back to the fundamentals of your business and it's probably a time to reassess isn't it if anything yeah and what one of my tips is that once you get a hold on things go back to your business plan and say, yeah. and really use it as a reassessment. Well, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, I know in my business, it's made me look at, yeah. okay, let's go through that profit and loss and have a look yeah. from a financial position. What are we spending our money on? Yeah. But, but secondly, you know, does the world change? Mm. Well, we know it will. Sorry, yeah. so that's a, a quite a, a silly statement. But yeah. what is this business in the future? Mm. And what do we want it? to be. Mm. Um, use this time, this downtime, mm. given you can take the support from the government and the like to say, mm. what does this look like in the future? Yeah. Revisit your business plan, yeah. make appropriate changes, yeah. um, re-forecast yeah. and go from there. So if you are reassessing, it could well be that you could use this time to uh, train staff, introduce new technologies, yeah. new, uh, new equipment, new processes, if it's in your business plan. If, that's, if you're yeah. going to recover and you're going to invest in, in human capital, it could be that you use this time now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, the other big thing is to have a look at this, this crisis. Is has, people have to look at their business and say, is this viable? Yeah. Because if you're carrying debt prior to yeah. the crisis, yeah. you're still going to be carrying debt even more debt after the crisis. Yeah. Are you in really a viable business? Yeah. And it's a very, very confronting question to ask yourself, mm. but advisors out there need to be sitting down with their clients yeah. and saying, let's look at this. You've made losses for the last three years. Yeah. You've got $200,000 tax debt. Yeah. Are you really gonna get out of this? Because yeah. all of the government stimulus will not help businesses no. that are already struggling. Yeah. And there yeah. will be people sitting back there waiting for a government handout yeah. and 
they're not going to get it. No. Businesses that were struggling before that weren't viable yeah. aren't going to get a free kick from the government and no. continue. No. And that's the big thing about this. Yeah. You need to act yeah. and you need to plan forward. Indeed. Okay. Well, let's look at your... Uh your five top tips. Yeah, sure. This is a this is a rehash. Um, yeah, yeah from fine. a lot of the themes I've spoken to, spoken about. Yeah. So, acknowledge your ish, the issue yeah. and act. Don't sit there. Don't put your head in the sand. No. Unfortunately, the government isn't going to bail you out if you yeah. had a underperforming business prior. Understand the numbers. Yeah. For small to medium business, do simple forecasts. Yeah. Use some sensitivities. Decrease revenue, increase revenue, you know, and do the same to costings. Yeah. And focus on the cash. Yeah. So look at what debtors you've got to come in. Look yeah. at when you, your credit payment terms and look at your cash in the bank. It's yeah. simple. Yeah. But keep it simple. Yeah. Look at your quick wins. So cut non-business critical expenditure. Mm-hmm. Any discretionary spends that you may have had in your small business yeah. probably need to stop. Yeah. Communication, it's key yeah so talk to your lender talk to your suppliers yeah. talk to your customers landlord landlord yeah. keep everyone updated yeah and the last one is reassess that business plan what does it look like mm. when the crisis yeah. um, finishes all right on behalf of, of our organization and, and and the businesses that we support and others we really appreciate the the kindness that you've given us of your time and preparing for this so thanks very much, Mitch. I'm just going to say goodbye to everyone and, and just acknowledge a few things along the way. So time to wrap up. First, I, as I've said, I've, I've thanked Mitch and, and we very much appreciate the help that he's given us. If you want to contact Mitch, please email the Business Centre and we'll forward on your details. If you want a business advisory session, uh, which is subsidised through the New South Wales Government's Business Connect program, please get in touch with us. Um, we've already started to develop a, a business disruption toolkit and are sharing those resources. We're going to leave it there and we thank you very much for joining me. And uh, also, once again, thanks, Mitch. We appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Business Big Bang Theory podcast. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please review and rate us through iTunes and follow and share on Facebook, Instagram or LinkedIn at The Business Centre.